0: Hey, homeschoolers, I'm Melissa Webb, former full-time classroom teacher and homeschool mom turned full-time business CEO and encourager to homeschool families everywhere. I am determined and dedicated to helping you in this journey that you're on. Yes, I wanna give you sound, educational, practical tips and advice at the same time, making sure that you're enjoying the family journey that you are on. So if you are looking for a place to be encouraged and inspired, you have found the perfect podcast. Homeschooling is a work of heart is truly the perfect place to start. So welcome. Let's jump in. Hey there homeschoolers, welcome back. How are you? Are you remembering to be grateful every hard day of your life? <laughs> I know I forget to sometimes. We get so caught up in doing and going. I don't know. It's all we can do sometimes, I think, to remember to breathe in and out. But please do that. Breathe in, breathe out. Okay, right now, I really want you to think of something that makes you feel so grateful. Look around. Maybe it's something in your home or wherever you may be. Maybe you're walking around a park area, just look around. What's something that just makes you feel grateful? Maybe just look inside yourself. What's something that makes you feel grateful? Just one thing. Take a moment to do that. I will tell you, I am so grateful for sunshine. I just got back from a lovely walk with Ginger. Actually, my husband came along too, it was lovely. It was late afternoon and the sun was shining. It just felt so good. It's starting to get a little bit lighter later, and we've had a little break from the rain, and I'm just grateful for sunshine. I'm also very grateful for my washing machine and my dryer. Do you ever take these things for granted? think we all do. But these were the inspiration for this week's episode, which I have titled Dirty Laundry. Now you may be hoping to get some big scoop on my life, like I'm going to air some dirty laundry. Actually, I don't have dirty laundry to share with you. It's just an analogy, and I love analogies. So I'm going to use the process of doing laundry Because this is just how my mind thinks. And I'm going to compare it to solving problems, especially problems we have as homeschoolers. And I think this works, though, with almost any problem. I don't know, it's this new concept I'm throwing around in my head. And so sometimes I get these ideas and I'm like, oh, I'm going to just vet this idea and throw it out there and see how it lands. So you'll have to let me know what you think. I think it could sound a little strange at first, but if you could bear with me, as we journey through the laundry room of life in this homeschool edition. All right, so here's the first thing. Like I noticed I had a pile of laundry. So that's the first thing we notice, ah, that I, I need to do laundry, it's piling up. And it's not something you necessarily get excited about doing. You just see it is something that needs our attention. It's something that must be done. And I think this is true with life problems. When a relationship is struggling, like maybe, I don't know, last Thanksgiving, you got into an argument with your cousin and you've not spoken since, right? When a relationship is struggling or here's another one, how about when finances are out of control? Like we all know what that feels like too. And in homeschooling, of course, things can pile up there too. There's just so much. I've got to review my child's work. I need to score those math papers. Uh, We've got to organize these projects. I've got to plan some lessons or finish this chapter, this book that we started, right? It's all there. It's all there. When we see our piles of problems, our piles of laundry, we first decide it's time to get to work, okay? And that's what I want us to think about with problems as well. We've got to decide to jump in and get to work. Once we notice that, and once we decide, the second thing that I do with my laundry, curious if you do this too, I imagine you do, I sort my laundry. I don't do one big load. Although, my 20-year-old son did the other day. (laughs) He put 10 hoodies and four pairs of jeans all in one load, and then he couldn't believe they weren't all dry. at the end, I'm like, "You take some of that stuff out already. <laughs> anyway, we, most of the time when we do laundry, we don't want to mix our light colors with the dark colors that can like really fade out the light colors. Anyway, we want to sort. I don't want to put my dog blanket in with bed sheets, for example. We've got to sort things in a way that makes sense. And While the one big pile now looks like a lot of smaller piles, they do become more manageable and they make sense. And so again, let's go back to some life problems. Like I think of a relationship and you're like, okay, I've got to work on this relationship. You don't just jump in, you sort things out. And so in your mind, you could be like, okay, when can I make time to give her a call? And what should we do? Maybe we'll need to get together for lunch And then maybe you're going to make the call and then you're going to set the date and then you're going to show up for, it's like you sort it into these smaller manageable pieces and it feels a lot less overwhelming. Same thing with money. Like maybe you're like, ah, our finances are crazy. Maybe we need to take a class or a course. Maybe we need to create some new spreadsheet, play with our numbers and then we're going to put it into practice and then we're going to check back, right? Whatever it is, you want to sort it in a way that makes sense. So if we go back to homeschooling, that could mean figuring out what, of all the things that need to be done, what needs your immediate attention? What could wait for la- later? Like, maybe today it's more important to focus on learning proper academic essay structure, state testing's coming up, and you wanna focus on that versus, I don't know, memorizing the state capitals. You're going to sort the things into an order that makes sense for example, maybe long division is getting the best of you. So you're like, okay, I'm going to ask around for a good tutor, and then I'm going to call a couple tutors. So I find the one that I feel like we like jive, and I'm going to schedule a time that we try that, give that a lesson a try. Okay, so we've decided we've got a problem. We've now sorted out the things and now, the other thing that I was thinking when I was thinking my laundry analogy is we would just work on one load at a time. One load at a time. I'm not, I don't have multiple washing machines, so I'm not doing bunch a bunch of loads all at one time, and I certainly don't throw them all in at one time. Just like I couldn't teach algebra, biology, and history all at the same time. One load at a time, one subject at a time. So again, if you're feeling overwhelmed with your behind on math, You've not done the academic writing and you thought you'd be done with this novel unit by now and you're not, okay? That's three things. All three of those are going to stress you out. You're going to have to put them into some order, sort them into some order that makes the most sense. Two are going to have to go on the back burner and focus in on the one that you think is the most important and start there. Spend your time there, All right? Focus your energy, focus your attention, practice your patience on what's right in front of you. Otherwise, it's just overwhelming. And who could blame you for feeling overwhelmed? We all would. All right. So with me, laundry and life problems. (laughs) One, decide something needs to be done. Two, sort your project into reasonably sized portions. And three, work on one thing at a time. But I'm not done. The next thing I was thinking As I'm doing my laundry, like I inspect my laundry along the way. So first, I look at my clothes before I put them in the wash. Was there anything that needed like some stain attention? By the way, Dawn works fantastic. Dawn dish soap is amazing for getting stains out. You put it directly on the stain, and with your fingernail, really work it into the fiber of the cloth or the clothing. Really get it in there good and put it in your wash. It's the best stain remover. And so I inspect my clothes before I put them in, and then I inspect them before I put them in the dryer. I don't know about you, do you smell your clothes when they come out of the washer? I do. We started using those, they're like concentrated, dehydrated laundry detergent sheets. Do you know what I'm talking about? So right in the big plastic jugs, we've got laundry detergent that's mainly water. And so now there are these concentrated, dehydrated laundry sheets that they're much better for the environment. It saves on so much plastic. But I've really been inspecting because I've tried a couple brands and I'm I'm not in love with them yet. So I sniff, I check for stains, right? I'm inspecting and all the time I'm determining, is this working? Because for some things, I think I'll still use the liquid laundry detergent But for other things, I think I can save a little bit, help the environment somewhat, and use the sheets on other types of loads. But this is what I'm thinking. And so the same thing with the relationship. Like maybe you guys make it all the way to lunch, but it still feels awkward. And you still need to like stop and inspect. And like, maybe you end up calling a week later to say, I still felt that, fill in the blank, or with the money. Like maybe you put something into practice for a month. And then when you come back, you're like, I think we could do it better. If It's that inspection along the way that I think is important with life problems. There could be academic areas where your child is struggling, concepts that just aren't sticking, textbooks that aren't helping, maybe that tutor that you tried out, not working, just not a good fit. You loved the tutor, but your child doesn't right? If all is going well, it's great. I move my laundry from the washer right into the dryer, and I'm ready for the next pile. But if I've inspected along the way and something needs to be rewashed, I have to consider that. And so that was my other little connection there. But before it, progress does start to happen. And all of a sudden, like I feel so productive when I'm like, "Woo! got three loads of laundry done. It took time It felt overwhelming at first, but I sorted it into a way that made sense, and then I did one thing at a time. I inspected along the way, and then boom, things are happening. Things are getting done. But let's not forget to finish what we started. I don't know about you, but I do not consider laundry to be done when it's in the dryer. (laughs) This just is one of my pet peeves. No, laundry is done when the dryer is empty. (laughs) All the clothes are folded. They're hung. They're put away. They're not in some pile. Oh, it just drives me crazy. That is not finishing what I started. I think it's really important that we keep up the momentum and we see things through. Because here's what we know. Laundry isn't going to do itself And homeschooling doesn't teach itself. Your kids need you to realize when something needs attention, they rely on you to sort things out, and you can do this. Just remember, focus on one thing at a time, stop for the sniff test, is what you're doing effective, and finish strong. I have created a wonderful writing program, by the way, using this exact same analogy. I actually realized over a decade ago, gosh, it was 2012. So what was that? 13, 12, 12 years ago. I realized that so many homeschooling moms did not enjoy teaching academic writing. They didn't feel confident teaching writing. They didn't have excellent writing instruction growing up. They felt like they were butting heads with their kiddos. And that was a problem. I saw it. And so I took everything that I knew about writing, which was like my favorite thing to teach, the thing I was most passionate about, and I sorted it, I broke it into how to write an essay in four simplified weeks, and I just sorted it. Then every week, we just work on one thing at a time. One little thing at a time. We don't get overwhelmed with, we have to write a whole essay. No, all we're doing today is we're learning what is persuasive writing. And then the next day, what is the topic you're going to be studying? And the next day, what does this article say about that topic? It's one little thing at a time and that all adds up. Our momentum gets going. In addition, every week, We have what are called clubhouse meetings. These are virtual online meetings where we inspect the progress that our students are making with their writing. And we redirect them, we answer their questions, and we just keep that momentum going. And then once their essays are finished, we don't just say, hey, great, you finished. That's not complete. Complete is when they submit their Google Doc and we read it. And we give them very thorough feedback we give them positive reviews, what they're doing so well, and constructive suggestions that would make their writing even better. And then they share it with their peers in those clubhouse meetings as well. And it just puts a nice bow on it. They feel so proud of their completed essay. It's done all the steps. It's been published, gone public with their their peer group, and it's complete. So there you go. There's my analogy this week. If you would like for us to do some of your laundry for you, metaphorically speaking, of course, you can come check things out at writeonweb.com. That's W-R-I-T-E-O-N-W-E-B. There are two B's. My last name has two B's in it. So come check things out. And I look forward to hearing from you. Let me know, did this analogy make sense? Did you like this? Are you feeling motivated to either do your laundry maybe or <laughs> or maybe revamp some of your homeschooling lessons? I'd love to hear from you. You can find me on Facebook at WriteOnWeb, on Instagram at WriteOnWeb.com and anytime you like you can even email us we are here for you so until the next time we meet you just continue to get that laundry done (laughs) right on Well, thanks so much for tuning in and listening this week. Hey, if this was something that you found valuable, don't forget you want to subscribe or follow so that every time a new episode is dropped, you'll be the first to know. And hey, before you go, if you are looking to get some of this academic writing under your belt and outsourced so that it's one less thing freeing you up to enjoy more time with your family, hey, you're going to want to head over to writeonweb.com to see what kinds of resources and materials I have available for you. I will look forward to seeing you there and I will look forward to seeing you here in our next episode. Right on!